Hey everybody, welcome to the Evoke Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Hausler. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. These short 8 to 15 minute podcasts cover a wide range of topics to help you get faster. Whether you're looking to win a national championship, finish Leadville, crush Tulsa Tough, get on a Gravel Worlds podium, or simply drop your friends. If we've never met, I'm the co-founder and president of Evoke Bike. I've been coaching athletes since 2010, and I've trained with power for over 150,000 miles. I've also won three Masters National Championships, but I'm mostly proud of my nearly 100 Pro 1 podiums simply because it shows my consistency in the game and my hunger to get better for not only myself, but the Evoke community, which includes you. If you enjoy these podcasts, please leave us a review on Apple or follow and download the episodes from Spotify. And if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now to the show. This game doesn't have to take up your entire life. And I'm posting this because I had a conversation with somebody that did some reflecting on this. I think it's a really good thing to think about. And I think that anyone who's taking endurance training seriously at some point in time starts thinking, should I be doing this? Is this worth my time? I don't use the term sacrificing or anything dramatic. You're not sacrificing all these other amazing things in life you're choosing to be a good cyclist you're choosing to be the best cyclist that you can become and this athlete that I was speaking with had an injury that was pretty severe and because of that the time off the bike you do lose a lot of fitness and the comment was I look back at all the work that I put into get where I was and how quickly I lost it all. So first to address that, you don't lose it all. It all comes back. The bricks that you lay over a year and a half do not get erased from being off the bike for two months. Maybe a year, maybe, but still this stuff does come back. The physiological changes that you make, if you train for a year and a half, and then you took two months off, you are not starting back over from where you were a year and a half ago. You've just lost some of that fitness. You need to build back up to that point over the next few months, and it will take time. That's the great thing about endurance sports is there are no shortcuts and there's no hiding. Now, he also then made that comment, and now I think of all the work that's still remaining to be able to get back to where I was this makes me question if it's worth it. And I think this is a great question. You should ask yourself, what do you get out of cycling? What do you get out of this training that you're doing? When I was working a more classic style job, working in a hospital, running a medical device distributorship, huge in sales, (laughs) it was less, I wasn't able to always just ride it 11 or noon or shift things around based on the weather. I did a lot of trainer rides because that's when it got dark in Rochester at 4 p.m. That's about when I was starting my rides. So this person said, 
I enjoy riding. It is all-consuming, and there are no half measures. There's lots of other things that I enjoy doing that get put on the back burner as I make choices to prioritize cycling. So that, exactly right. He's prioritizing cycling, but you have to remember that if there's other things that you want to do, you can still be a good cyclist. Maybe you're not going to be as good as you could become, but maybe that's not important to you. For me, well, let's not even talk about me yet. I think it's important to look and say, if you're having these thoughts and you're training 14 hours a week, maybe instead of two-hour rides, you're doing hour-and-a-half rides. doesn't sound like it makes a big difference, but it sure does. When you're riding from 5 to 6.30 as opposed to 5 to 7, that makes a difference. The shortened ride also makes it much more feasible to possibly do this early in the morning before you even go to work, which is what a lot of athletes do. I also think that you could consider not doing long rides. It's The long ride is massively beneficial, but again, if, there, if it's cutting in and making you not happy or making you feel like you're missing out on other things in life, you don't want to look back five years from now and say, damn, I wish I didn't ride so much. I've never actually heard somebody say that. I'm sure there's people out there that think that. I've actually heard quite the opposite. And one thing in my personal life of having, you know, I'm in an intergenerational relationship with someone who's much older than me. That's always been the case since probably 2011. So I think a really interesting aspect of that is you get the mindset of people that are older that have done things longer than you. And it's more so always been someone saying, you love this riding, don't stop doing it. And one thing, a comment that has always, always rang true or that has always stayed on the forefront of my mind is a guy one time said to me, listen, I have no regrets about my work-life balance, but I will tell you this. I was 40 and I blinked and I was 60. And I'm not saying I didn't have a good time. I'm not saying I didn't spend time with my family. I'm not saying I didn't do other things. But he said, if I did it again, I might work a little bit less. I might stress out a little bit, a little bit less. And there were a lot of times when in the medical device world, there are some jobs where you are focused on selling trauma products. And there is a premium that you can get pay-wise, but a lot of times you have no life or you're in a hospital at 2 a.m. or you are not leaving a you know 50-mile radius because you need to be able to get to a hospital. And I remember him telling me, that's probably not a job for you because you're cycling will be severely hampered. And then if you listen to Gary Vee, it's all about finding that balance. How much money do you need to make to live the life that you want to live? Me personally, I want to make a lot of money. I want to figure out a way to help a lot of people so that I can make money that they're happy spending. That's one thing that I hated about, and we're going on a tangent here. That's one thing that I did not enjoy about medical device sales is I was only in it for the money and I was only chasing the dollar and it really led me to be burned out down the road. It was how much can you sell? What's your sales number? How many surgeons do you work with? 
Uh, and then I eventually got burned pretty bad by a surgeon, uh, a, a couple actually. And the industry changed a lot. I learned a lot. I grew a lot. I just realized that I valued the time that I was putting into a quote unquote career more than what I was getting out of it. And it wasn't going through the financial reward was not something that I wanted to be my sole thing to chase. And really, I was driven mostly by trying to build a distributorship around spinal implants and biologics. And eventually, when I chose to move to Memphis, things changed a lot. And I was in Arkansas at a hospital and was going to argue with someone about this See, that's that's the worst mindset. I was going to argue with the purchasing person because they were being ridiculous about something. And I remember just thinking, I can't do this anymore. This sucks. So I had to ask myself a lot of times through that process, what does cycling mean to me? Like, do I need to stop riding? And I wasn't even doing 20-hour weeks all the time. I was doing like 15-hour weeks if you really look back at things. I was like, maybe I can only ride 10 hours a week. Maybe I need to grind more. And that's one thing that I didn't like was there's only – there's only so many sales calls that you can make when the pool of people that you sell to is really small. So don't think I haven't been through this. Like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? I went through it many, many, many times, you know, especially as I got my cat one and then kind of felt like I was flat and where I was going, what was my trajectory, got remotivated. So I think there's just, it's good to have this conversation with yourself um, what this athlete, the reason I had reached out to him was he had made a comment like, Hey, I think I'm going to go do some more mountain biking just, uh, to have some more fun, find the, the true joy of riding again. And I was like, Whoa, man, if you're at that point, like, yeah, we like this injury has really turned you sideways a little bit. Like go do the group ride, go, this has to be fun. It, it even though it might not be the most optimal thing for training for the brain, it sounds pretty damn optimal. You have to be having fun through this process. This is a huge part of your life. If you're putting in 10, 12, 14, 16 hours, like that's a lot of time. Sure as hell better be fun. And yeah, there's gonna be some hard rides and some hard workouts and things that make you anxious, but it has to be enjoyable. So stay mentally motivated, not just to become a better cyclist but to have a good time with this if it's not fun then yeah you are missing out on other things because life should be fun life should be hard and life should be highs and life should be lows and life should be the medio tranquilo middle ground but don't just don't overthink this um but think about it so I just want to share this because I think a lot of times people, we all, I shouldn't say all, I think many people are like, man, should I keep riding? I think of it almost every season. When I list out my goals, I ask myself, do I want to commit the time that I want to do that I think is needed to accomplish this? And I say, yeah, because to me, winning a bike race feels so damn good. And I also really enjoy the process of seeing myself get better. I think when I'm no longer competitive in the races that I want to be competitive in, that's when I'll probably hang it up and just ride and I'll ride a lot less. And, you know, having been married now for a year plus, that's changed some things. I have to really be 
more considerate with when and how I spend the hours and when is husband's time and there's this other person that I really need to and I don't want to frame it as that I really need to that I really want to show I want to do things with you besides just ride a bike so even though I ride a lot you know even if it's husband's hour like hey what are we going to do for the next hour without our phones, without anybody bothering us? And even if it's just hanging out by a pool and talking, for us, that makes us super close. That is just a great chill time of like laughing or talking about aspirations or talking about things that bother us. And yeah, this is a weird, not fully improve your watts type podcast, but this little stuff improves your watts. Because then when you go to the training session, you feel good about where you're at with your relationships with other people and with your relationship with cycling, that's going to make you a really good cyclist. You're, it's really hard to perform well when you leave the house and you feel like crap because you feel guilty that you're not doing something else. That's not a good place. And, and I think having that conversation with yourself, having that conversation with the person that is involved in your life, it might be people might be more than one person you need to to do that and so as we wind down 2021 and head into the new year my first coach second coach really Jason Hillemeyer always said what's the totem pole like where do you line up things in your life and to me I was like cycling my job cycling is about my job cycling my job my family and it should have been obviously my family, but I was single and 27 and thinking incorrectly um, and super buzzed off this new hobby that I found that was super addicting. Uh, but yeah, you know, I need to make sure that even though I ride a lot that I show the people in my life that it's Chris and my family and I, and I struggle with uh, those at times and cycling and my job are kind of one in the same at this point and I'm very very thankful for that I didn't think I ever wanted to be involved in making money through cycling because I thought it might ruin it but the way I'm doing it is definitely much different than as if I was racing for my living I don't know if I would like that as much I can easily see how people get burnt out from that but anyways hope your planning is going your planning and plotting for 2022 is going well i'm super pumped for our team chat coming up and that's it the end see ya